guys, and welcome to the Box Office Club, your hub for all things movie news, reviews, numbers, and updates. We're your hosts. I'm Emily. And I'm Kate. And today we'll be talking about the box office numbers from this past weekend and give a preview of what's to come this weekend. talked about on our Thursday upload last week, this weekend saw the opening of Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Inside, and Moving On. The top 10 is out and we have a lot to talk about, so let's just get into it and see how it compares to our predictions and what people have said about the new releases. But when it comes to talking about the box office, it doesn't always go the way we plan. <laughs> and two of the movies that we talked about last week did not make it into the top 10, but they were pretty close. So we still want to give it some recognition. The first one coming in 13th place is Willem Dafoe's new movie Inside making $510,000. It was playing in about 357 theaters. So, you know, for that low of theaters, it's really great to make it into the top 15 and it's per theater average was pretty great. So those Mm -hmm. 357 theaters that were playing that movie are probably pretty happy. That's good. Um, but that does take away your safety. Yep. Already. I, I just looked. I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure that I made a mistake. <laughs> but you knew that. You knew I that did. that was a risk. I did. I really With did. such low of theaters. <clears throat> yes. Um, so let's talk about what audience think about it. Inside did get no cinema score. Um, not that surprising with it being in such a low theater count. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully if it gets a wider release, then we'll be seeing a cinema score when it technically hits wide. Um So I only have Tomatoes Meter scores to go off of. Critics gave it a 60% rating and audiences did unfortunately give it a lower score of 43%. Although that is on less than 50 verified reviews. So hopefully if Mm -hmm. it goes wider, we can have a bit of an idea of where everyone's head is at. Gotcha. I still really want to see it. Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah. And the the premise seems really interesting. So I think a lot of people are going to go see it. It's just... Maybe there were other things that people wanted to go see in theaters. Yeah. And I, with it and being with, in such low theaters, yeah. you really got to hunt for it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Do we know if it was playing near us? It was. It was. Uh, but uh, like the. But like, yeah. like The further away one. The, the like an hour away. Gotcha. Yeah. To go see it. But yeah. it, it would have been worth the drive if we had time, I think. Yeah. But <laughs> that's something that is in short supply these days. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so eventually I will be, we'll be watching it, but yeah, not opening weekend. So unfortunately that's how it goes. Um, so in 12th place with $821,000, uh, it played in 794 theaters is moving on, which was the new Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin comedy. Um, again, another impressive number for a number for a movie in limited release, um, critics and audiences are agreeing on this movie with critics giving it a 68% and audiences a score of 67%. So really close. Um, and we are expecting it to open up and wider in the future. So yeah, it's amazing. I think with already being so close to a thousand theaters, which is really where it hits the wide release margin, mm-hmm. technically, um, it's already so close and 
those of course aren't the best scores. I think they want to see closer. Like every movie wants to be in the eighties and nineties mm-hmm. and higher. Yeah. Um, but like, even with something this low scale that not a lot of people really knew was going mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Um, that's not a bad score. And I think the more release it gets, I think it could definitely bump. Yeah. Well, cause you said last week it was, you were doing research for our episode and you're like, wait a minute, what's this? So like there really wasn't a lot of, um, news about it, a lot of buzz about it. So no, because I love that premise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two best friends frick up a widower after a funeral like that is my hell yeah that's my movie like <laughs> i would have been there yes and especially with jane fonda and lily tomlin playing it oh yeah those two together spirit animals <laughs> those two together it's phenomenal um so be on the lookout guys this week to see if either of those movies are coming wider or coming near you let's see if maybe we can get those into the top 10 i know we really want to see them um so if you guys go before us let us know how they are yeah but with that those are the movies that did not make the top 10 that we talked about last week so let's get in to the top 10 all right and uh doing how we do we're gonna go from the number 10 to number one because that's how we like to do it we Mm -hmm. like the suspense and the intrigue (laughs) um we like to see emily get her ass kicked (laughs) with the predictions (laughs) (laughs) at this point i'm living for it um but to start us off our domestic top 10 in number 10 uh, was Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. So it had uh, 1.5 million, I'm sorry, $1.59 million in its 13th weekend in release. So that is only a 12% drop from last weekend. So still holding strong week to week as theaters start to pull back its number of screens. So congratulations to Puss in Boots. Yeah, you're surviving already being on Peacock. I think it's going to be last weekend. Oh. We see it in the top 10, but yeah. hell of a run. Absolutely. Again, need to watch it. Uh, In number nine, uh, ninth place, is Avatar The Way of Water uh, with $2.09 million in its 14th weekend. Uh, This movie cannot stop making money. (laughs) No, it can't. Um, But with more and more stiff competition opening, this may be one of the last weekends we see it in top 10. I mean, but wait a hold on. They both came out three days apart from each other in Mm -hmm. December. Yeah. December. That's amazing. We're rounding April. <laughs> this is nuts. It's like a, it's like Spider-Man all over again. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but way to, way to have an impressive run. Way to hold on. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. In eighth place is Champions. And even with gaining nine theaters, Champions took a drop to eighth place with $3.1 million in its second weekend. Um, its tomato score is still impressively high. So let's hope that this movie can stick around a little bit longer. Cause I still really want to see it. Same. Um, it is at $10.6 million domestically in two weeks. And this also knocks out Kate's safety number, uh, six. So there will be no perfect runs, no perfect runs for either of us. Oh, is it bad that I'm a little excited about that? <laughs> I was very nervous. <laughs> and you're just like, yes, at least the perfect. <laughs> Both of our safeties are out. There is no safety there. There is no safety. Nothing safe here anymore. <clears throat> Sorry. You're good. All right. And in seventh place, uh, Jesus Revolution stays Uh, With a total of $3.48 million, a 32% drop from last weekend. But people are raving about this movie everywhere we look. 
and it has a 99% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I was waiting for your reaction to read I'm that. shocked. <laughs> because remember, when we went to go see Shazam, yes. everyone in front of us was going to see Jesus Revolution. Yes. And we looked at each other and we're like, oh shit, that's not in our top six. No. Neither of ours. No, because at our theater, we're like, wait a minute, why did they move like Scream 6 to a back theater, but Jesus Revolution is in theater number two? Yeah. And then, yeah, everyone in front of me in line was going there. And I'm like, what? is going on yeah well the scores make sense i get it Damn. now that's amazing that is i mean i know we talk about like scores not really it doesn't really matter you still should go see movies and stuff mm-hmm. even if it has like a terrible score just because you know you never know it could be hitting the wrong audience and stuff like that but that's a really good score yeah and i did see i i saw grandma sportsman mm-hmm. this this weekend um and I know she had already told me she liked it, but I, I had to ask. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're in person, Grams. How was it? And she would not wow. drop it. Oh, her and her friends love it. Wow. So it's so grandma approved. <laughs> Two thumbs up from grandma. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. So that's our seventh or time. Mm-hmm. We know we got some goodies up there, so I can only imagine what's below. But before we get there. As always, and will you please refresh us on our predictions from last episode? Absolutely. I would be delighted. All right. So I'm going to start off with your predictions. Okay. And in first place, you had Shazam, Fury of the Gods. In second place, you had Scream 6. In third place, Creed 3. Fourth place, Ant-Man. Fifth place, 65. And sixth place, which we already know is out because our safeties are out, champions yep so so sad all right for my predictions some of ours are the same but then i flip-flopped and i definitely know i got it wrong already like already knowing um but for my top uh number one i said was going to be scream six uh number two shazam fairy of the gods number three creed three number four ant-man number five i'm saying cocaine bear and then number six my safety, which we already know, inside. Okay. How are you feeling? So nervous. I'm doing like an excited dance. You but it's are. like a nervous dance. You're a little shimmy. A little shimmy. Well, right now, even playing field. Yeah. Our safeties are out. And also, we do have two of the same. So our third and fourth spots are the same. So you're, so we're you're feeling third. good. You know, uh, I say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I think you're trying to trick me. <laughs> Number six, Cocaine Bear. Only dropping one spot from last week, it made $3.95 million in its fourth weekend, which means it has been a whole month since this movie came out. Wow. And since then, it has made well over $58 million. Damn. So if you haven't seen it yet, guys... That was a a great score from us. Mm -hmm. Definitely. You need to go see it. If only to make buzz about a potential sequel with Cocaine Shark. With Cocaine Shark. That would be amazing. So that is half a point for you. All right. I'll take it. Yes, as you should. (laughs) And now let's move to our number five, which was surprisingly to me, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Quantumania. Oh, wow. It took a 41% drop with the new superhero mm. movie in competition for that demographic, which I did not think about last week. I didn't think about that either. Yep. Um, it made $4.2 million this weekend and has officially broken the $200 million domestic mark. Wow. Congrats to Ant-Man. Yeah, it's been three weeks. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, nothing to sneeze at. I'm sorry, what? I said it's nothing to sneeze at. Nothing. <laughs> Have you never heard that I before? I have never heard that. <laughs> I was like, wait, you're double taking like, um, nothing to You've never, I grew I, up with some of the older generation. I, I only hang out. I mean, besides like you guys who are the younger crowd. Other than that, all I hang out with are old people. Well, then they need it to teach you nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. You know what? I'll ask that. I'll ask that next time I hang out with them. I'm sorry. Have you guys heard of this phrase? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Should this be a poll? Should we ask our listeners if they've heard nothing to sneeze at? Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see if number four is anything to sneeze at as well. I'm just going to use that this whole sure. time now. <laughs> and that would be 65. Taking mm. over a 50% drop, 65 is able to hold on to the number four spot with $5.85 million in its second weekend. There were no changes in the theater counts either, which probably did help this movie a bit. So theater owners were happy to keep it on their screens. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for it. Way to go, Adam Driver. Keeping it alive. Um, so we're we're at one point each. That would be half a point each, wouldn't it? Um oh yes, because, because Ant Man is also mm-hmm. one. You are right. Woo, look at us go. One point each. This is a close run. <laughs> Not for long. And to tie it up, Ooh, two two. There we go. Third place is Creed 3. Creed 3 for 3 as you've wanted it. Yes. Continuing its amazing run in its third weekend with $15.37 million. Wow. Buzz around this movie is still holding strong. People are still going out to see it. We saw it with our own eyes this weekend when (laughs) we were at the theaters. And with over $127 million domestically in its third weekend, I think it's safe to say that Creed 4 now has the proper justification that mm-hmm. we were wondering if it was going to get. Yes. Uh, that's all I want is the justification. So I'm glad that it actually was living up to it. And I've heard nothing but great things about Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors. Yeah. I Because we were all, we were both like, why is it greenlit? It yeah. still has a month before it's even released on the docket yeah. number three. So why are they already pushing four? Now we know. Justified. Awesome. You get that money, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we're here for it. We are here to support you. And in number two, we have Scream 6. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as I said it, I was like, wait, like 20 minutes after we finished recording last week. So I was like, I wonder if I should say I want to make an amendment, but no amendment. No amendment. I knew you we were going to say, I was like, no, no, we're not allowed to make amendments. Yeah. <laughs> Kate's going to veto the hell out of what that. What we say is final. So, all right. I knew it. Yep. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Scream 6, second place, mm-hmm. 61% hit from weekend to weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Shazam plays a huge part in that, I would assume. Um, that's pretty on par for a horror movie drop, mm-hmm. um, which is unfortunate with that genre. But 
horror movies have been having better holds as of recently. So Mm -hmm. I I bet they were expecting for a little better hold, but it was a 61% drop. Reviews though are praising this movie. Um, And it was still able to bring in $17.3 million this weekend. It is at $75 million domestically, $115 million worldwide in just two weekends. And there is an online push to get this movie to $200 million worldwide. And I would really like for that to happen and to cover that on the show. Absolutely. That would be great. Um, I have a friend who also is obsessed with the Scream movies, and he really, really enjoyed this one. He's like, this is probably top, like what we've been saying, either top two or top three. So just rave reviews all around. Yeah, I've I've heard that too. Our top secret guest host mm. that we will be having on when we do our horror awards Yay. show. Um, he also said that it's, he thinks the best screen movie since the original. Wow. That's amazing. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm glad that like I went back and I, you know, rewatched what I could and was really able to enjoy it. Um, even like the recaps and stuff that I watched, like just helped a little bit further. Um, but I'm excited. I'm, I love that genre. Uh, genre but i also love the franchise so yeah so let's see where this goes um you're hearing it here now there's a push to get this movie to 200 million worldwide let's make it happen like let you're right let's mm-hmm. make it happen let's get on that that would be amazing to see so amazing and then this rounds it out brings us to number one mm-hmm. and there's a lot to talk about this mm-hmm. number one shazam fury of the gods um, it only just broke $30 million domestically. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, that's about right in the middle of estimations, but for a superhero mo- movie of this caliber with the budget that it had, mm-hmm. um, not the best opening. It's yeah. kind of a flop. Um, combining with the international number, Shazam is at 66 million worldwide, uh, with a reported budget of $125 million. Not good. No, that's kind of a shame. Yeah. I, I mean, we talked about it. If you um, haven't already listened, go back and listen to our Straight from the Seat review of Shazam. Um, we liked it. So we did like it. Of, I thought it was hilarious. Um, so there's a few factors to this. Mm-hmm. I think the one of the biggest ones is what we talked about in our Straight from the Seat review, which is everything that's going on with DC. Mm-hmm. And we talk about that quite a bit in detail Um on that, so I'm not going to really repeat a lot of it here, but that's probably a big reason why people aren't going out. Mm-hmm. The scores, as much as we like to say, shouldn't play a role. It does play a role. So yeah. let me break those down a little bit. Cinema score did cover this movie. I would have been really shocked if it didn't. Um, it got a B plus rating, hmm. which isn't bad. But when you compare it to the first Shazam that got an A, there is a dip from franchise mm-hmm. to franchise. Yeah. Just to do a bit of comparison, other DC titles that got B-plus ratings include both of the Suicide Squads, Birds of Prey, and Black Adam. Okay. I'm surprised that both of the Suicide Squads got a B-plus. Me too, honestly. I was a l- Because the second one is way better than the first one. Yeah. So, like... Again, like the scores really don't mean anything if that's if they're saying that both of those are B pluses. Sorry, take that into account. I'm just putting it in the context. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
So let's move on to the other scores, the ones that people check way more than cinema scores, because a lot of people don't even know what cinema score is, and they should. I didn't before we started this. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, And that would be the Rotten Tomato scores. Um, They're in. Audiences are on the happier side of this movie. Uh, They gave the score an 87%, which is actually higher than the original. Wow. The original, I believe, got like an 82 or an 83. I didn't write it down, Um, Mm. but it is higher. Critics, on the other hand, (laughs) gave this movie a 53% splat compared to the certified fresh 90% it gave the original. Mm. That's a jump. That is. Critics were not having it. They were not. Wow. Which is, uh, that that big difference is kind of surprising to me. And it it probably plays a huge role, Mm -hmm. especially because these ones, they came out, I want to say three to four days before that movie actually came out. They were out early. Wow. Hmm. It paints a picture. It really does. Wow. Um, So if you guys haven't seen Shazam, I think you guys should. I think you should give it a shot. If you liked the first one, I really don't think you'd be that disappointed. I think you would be siding more with the audiences Mm -hmm. on it. If you have a sour taste in your mouth for DC and the franchise, you might side with the critics a little more. But if you want to have a good laugh, because it was really funny. It was. um, You should give it a go. We're always going to support anyone seeing any movie they want. Yeah. Because everyone's tastes are different. And especially like with, with these superhero movies and a lot of stuff that's going on. Just, you know, yeah, support your local theaters. Like, go go see movies. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> it, it really, it really does not. <laughs> Unless it's a really bad movie, then it might hurt you. But you don't know until you get there. So take a risk. Yeah. Live a little. It's 2023. <laughs> take a risk and go to the movies. Yes. <laughs> Love it. My official statement. <laughs> That's great. Love it. So what's what what are we talking about this week? What's coming out this weekend? All right. So there's really only one major studio release this weekend, and it is a big one. Ooh. Wonder what it is. Um no. So let's talk about everything to expect with John Wick chapter four. I have to put in the chapter four because quick side note. Um my mom, who's not a huge movie person, Mm -hmm. especially not like John Wick and like action movies. My brother mentioned that we were going to go see because his birthday is on Saturday. So we're going to go see John Wick or on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's He said something about seeing John Wick 4. And my, my mom goes, <clears throat> excuse me, it's John Wick chapter 4. <laughs> I was like, mom, are you really correcting Eric? I'm like one of our favorite like film franchises. But also you've like never seen them. Two words. Go, Brenda. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I was like, that's actually pretty hilarious, mom. Like I'm shocked and I'm, and I think that's great. So with that, um, before we get too much into the numbers and the data expectations, we need to take a moment and address some of the sadness now surrounding this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, last week, beloved actor and hotel concierge, I can't remember how to Sharon Sharon. In the John Wick franchise, uh, Lance Reddick unexpectedly passed away after doing promotions for this uh, latest installment. We just want to say our deepest condolences to his family, friends, and co-workers. He was a terrific actor, and from what we have heard, an even more terrific person. He will be deeply missed. Deeply missed. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So after that, let's maybe talk about some stats for John Wick chapter four Mm -hmm. and see what the professionals are saying about this movie right now. Um, as of right now, pre-sales are tracking ahead of Parabellum and buzz around this movie is absolutely soaring. Mm -hmm. Um, very unfortunately, the passing of Lance has brought a lot more attention to this movie and Mm -hmm. probably plays a big role in that. And I wish this movie nothing but the best. And I hope it does fantastic. It's one of his last roles. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want it to do good without all the sad connotation behind it. Yeah. Um, and I wish this wasn't the reason why it was getting so much press, but they are dedicating this film to him. So that's really lovely. So everyone please go see it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's going to be fantastic either way. Yeah. Um, but even before everything really happened, cause the, this movie was allowed to have reviews dropped very long ago. Mm -hmm. I think critics started dropping the reviews of this movie a week or two ago, hmm. which wow. is very early for yeah, a movie. Absolutely. Movies do not normally let embargoes go. No. Especially so that means one like this. They have some faith mm. if they're dropping the embargo that early. Yeah. And let me tell you why they have some faith. Because based on 135 critic reviews, as of this moment, it has a 94% certified fresh tomato score. Wow. I'm I'm not surprised. No, me like, either. Uh, that's right on par where I think it's going to be. They they think this movie's going to be the best. I agree. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Not only does it have that. Here are some of the stats from the professionals that are tracking this movie and get paid to do it, where we don't and we just tell you what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, if you want to pay us, we'll do it. That'd be great. Um, it is out tracking Creed three and No Time to Die, which mm. was a very impressive run for that movie. It is looking to possibly surpass Logan for the highest opening weekend of an R rated film. It's wow. Logan opened at eighty eight million, so they think some of the the opening predictions are between sixty seven and eighty two million. Wow. So they have it behind Logan, mm-hmm. but they. These numbers, since this predictions have started, have gone up Hmm. every single time. They, like, every week of the past month, Mm -hmm. there's an update on it, and it gets higher. Wow. It's set to be released in 38,000 theaters, with most of the premium formats largely going to this film. 3,800. 3,800. Yes. Not (laughs) 38,000. I can read, guys. (laughs) I was like, oh, it sounded weird coming off of my tongue. Yes. <laughs> I saw it like a little, like, you're like hey. a little flicker. Of, yes. That's not right. 3,800 theater guys. Mm-hmm. Go see it. It will be near you. I yes. would be genuinely shocked if there wasn't one yeah. near you. Get these numbers high. This movie is supposed to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but good things. I've heard it's probably the best of the whole franchise, oh, damn. which is saying a lot. Yeah. And do it for Lance. Yes. Go see this movie. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I haven't had time this week to rewatch the actual movies, but I watched um, a recap 
tips on each of them. And I want to shout out, there's one, it's called Crammed, and they do the first two of the John Wick movies, and they did a great job. They're a little bit on the longer side of like 11 to 12 minutes. That's not that bad. But it it covers everything that happened in the film, so it's really nice. And then like the third one that I had watched, they don't have one for John Wick 3, um, so I just watched a different one, but they did a great job too. But I really am impressed. Those are the only two crammed ones I watched, but the commentary is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it points out really great things and just keeps the story going and and kind of alludes to other things that happen later on and being like, you know, but here you go. Um, but they, they did a great job. I feel like, you know, I'm ready to watch it because there were some things that I missed that I forgot about. Um, but these movies are fantastic. And I did see a quick little like behind the scenes of like one of the stunts that they do. These people put their heart and soul into these movies. They do. These stunts are incredible. Yeah, they so, they do. I'm so excited. Me too. Um, I have not rewatched them either. Um, Matt and I did a rewatch. Maybe it was last year mm-hmm. because fun fact for our listeners, Matt and I met because of the John Wick series. He was going to go see Parabellum. I was working at the theater. Mm-hmm. I thought he was cute. <laughs> My coworker gave him my number and the rest is history. Now we're married. Um, but I had never seen the movie. Gotcha. Never seen any of them only because I heard about the very sad part of number one. And I was like, I refuse to watch a movie that has anything to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I refused. And Matt was like, let's watch it. Cause it's important mm-hmm. to our relationship. And I was like, that's fair. <laughs> that's a fair point. Um, and he goes, I'll have you cover your eyes and ears and I'll tell mm-hmm. you when it's good to look. I said, perfect. And I was so obsessed mm-hmm. after the first one. I was so motivated. Yeah. Like we pumped all three of them out. Mm-hmm. We watched them. So they're pretty fresh, but you know, I'm going a little farther away to watch this movie. It's our first straight from the seat review that we will be doing where we don't watch the movie together, yes. but we meet up right after. Yeah. Um, which it, I'm excited to kind of see how that plays out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have to go 45 minutes away because my brother really wants to go together and mm-hmm. he offered to pay. So I'm not going to say oh, no. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but, but also it's not all the time he wants to bond and do this stuff. And he's been really yeah. excited. So I'm going to go take the drive and I'm going to go see it with him and Matt. Matt will be there too. <laughs> um, cause it's important to our relationship as I just said. <laughs> um, uh, in the best way possible. Yeah. It, it, if we weren't doing this then it would have just been the two of us, but he was really excited. So we're going to go. So I'm probably going to watch those crammed on the way there. I highly recommend them because I'm a passenger princess. So I know I'm not driving to the theater. (laughs) I only just heard that term like two days ago and I go, Oh my God, that's Kate. (laughs) It really is. It really is in the best way. Um, no, I highly recommend watching those. Um, and then I just, I don't even remember what the third one was, but they're, it's, once you type in, you know, John Wick three recap, It'll any of there. them we'll will be good. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about this separate straight from the seat because we have a hard time keeping our emotions sometimes where we're like, Oh, like, I don't want to like outright laugh, but that was really funny because we're yeah. sitting literally right next to each other. So this time it's going to be a little weird cause we're going in not together with our clipboards. So yeah. I'm going to feel real self-conscious. But not really, because their clipboards are adorable. Um, and sitting there with my brother, and then you sitting there with your brother, and then also your husband, whatever. Um, <laughs> and doing this, I'm excited to see, like, without that, 
literally right next to each other trying to hide what we're writing. Yeah. And when we're writing it, I'm excited to see how I'm so excited for my brother to roast me with my little clipboard going into because we're going to a theater I used to work at Uh when I when I lived where my brother lives. And then I I worked there and then I went to college and I worked at the one the one here. So Mm -hmm. we're just bringing it back. He's not allowed to roast you too hard because, again, like I said, our clipboards are adorable he, and so functional. He really wants to be a guest host, so I think he oh, knows to tread lightly. Okay. Um, but I should get guest ones. Ooh. I'll yes. A couple different colors. Yes. Oh, yay. For sure. We yes. will do that. Awesome. So excited. But yeah, so it will be an interesting dynamic. Definitely. And I'm really excited. Um, and kind of a good segue. It will be our last show together before you head to the Galapagos. Yes. And we bring on the guest host who will be helping me manage the show while you're gone, which mm-hmm. will be my husband. We talk about him a lot. So mm-hmm. you'll finally hear from him. Yep. And his opinions. And because he will be helping me cover some of the combo episodes while you're away, he did send in his predictions for this upcoming week. So you can hear when you listen while you're there. Yes if you're right or wrong and he'll be able to sit here and be you next week. It's going to be so weird, but I'm also very excited. So let's start. Who wants to go first? I'm going to save him for last. So he yeah. doesn't sway us, <laughs> but also think, cause I think it'd be funny. And I don't know what he wrote. He said I was not allowed to open them until right before, until right before, which makes me nervous. <laughs> I can't imagine why. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Do you want me to go first this week? Yeah, go first. It's your last week. You better. (gasps) Okay. All right. Again, going in with all the confidence in the world to then be shot right down. I'm so excited for you. All right. So I'm going to start off solidly. Number one, like 100% John Wick chapter four. You'd be stupid not to. I mean, really. Um, all right, hold on. I have to put chapter four in there because yeah, Brenda, um, we'll be mad. Um, hmm. I'm going to say Shazam is going to hold on to number two just because John Wick's really the biggest one coming out. So it's going to definitely bump it down, but I don't think it's going to move anything else really. Um, I'm going to say that Creed three is going to stay at three. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Let me think. <laughs> Hold on. Mm. Mm. See, now I'm getting in my head. All like, the confidence oh, in the world, girl. See, and then it's and then it goes away. Oh God. All right. I'm I'm really thinking about this one. I'm changing my answer. You're changing your I'm, answer. I'm, I'm changing my answer from right now. This is this is hard. We know John Wick's gonna be number one. We just know. Yeah. Then everything else, I have no idea. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Creed three is actually gonna go up to two. Ooh. Because with everything else shifting down, I think that one's gonna stay steady. That that's my reasoning. That's yep. I'm going with that. Okay. I'm gonna say. Shazam's going to go to three and Scream 6 is going to go to four and then, hmm, I think 
Ant-Man's going to go to five. I'm going to say Cocaine Bear's going to stay at six. Okay. Locked and loaded. Those are my final answers. Final answers. Yep. Boom. No takesies, backsies. Okay. Not scared. I'm going to differ with you. Oh. Not on number one. Of course. Because I'm I'm not going to be dumb. Number one will be John Wick chapter four. You are hearing it here. It is happening. <laughs> I'm going to say Shazam number two. Okay. Hmm. See, now I'm already like, do I, I want to keep that? Right? It's so hard. Oh, goodness. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do Scream 3. A Scream 6, 4, 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got me. You know what I mean. I got you. I'm honestly kind of just predicting kind of a bump down the line. So yeah. I think four is going to be Creed three, but I think it's going to be a, I'm predicting a tight race mm-hmm. between three and four. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania for number five. Okay. And I'm going to put 65 for my number six safety. All right. We've got them. And to finish off the show is going to be our guest. <laughs> he has texted me his prediction. And this is what Matt thinks the top six is going to be. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> You're just looking at your phone, like shaking your head. <laughs> You're going to laugh so hard. Oh, I kid you not listen to me. Oh, wait. No. Okay. It's not as similar as I thought. Number okay. one. John yeah. Wick. Pfft. See, there's a reason to keep him around. <laughs> Number two, Shazam, Theory of the Gods. Oh my God. All right. Number three, Scream Six. I hate you guys. <laughs> uh huh. Number four, Creed Three. I hate you guys. But this is where we differ. Okay. All right. He put number five as 65. Oh, okay. And number six as Cocaine Bear. So I don't know if he forgot Ant-Man and the Wasp was a movie <laughs> or if he has if zero he really faith thinks- left in it. Wow. I'm going to ask him after this, but those are his locked and loaded locked predictions. Locked and loaded cannot change. Can't, no takesies back. <laughs> no <scenes>. amendments. <laughs> All right. Wow. I'm... I'm truly scared of my options now because I saw I saw one through four and then I saw 65 and I was like, did he? I started laughing because I thought he picked the same as me mm-hmm. and I made it up while sitting in this chair and I wasn't allowed to look. And then I realized he didn't put Ant-Man. And I was like, we're not the same. <laughs> That's really funny. Wow. All right. Locked and loaded. I've got that on our dock and I'm excited me to, I'm excited too. to hear about it later on. I don't know when I'm going to be able to hear it though. I don't, I'm not going to really have um, internet access, but I hope I have some internet access. I hope so. And I just want to find out through a cryptic text <laughs> if you heard it or not. It will be over messenger because I won't have out of the country stuff, but it'll, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Just send you a gif. Yes. Yes. Send a me- gif of your reaction. I was going to say, wait, maybe I tell my dad and be like, dad, make this face. And then I make a gif of my dad's face. Even better. That'd be great. I want Brian's reaction. (laughs) He'll be like, I don't understand what's going on. And I'll be like, just let me take a picture. 
Yeah, just make this face and go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we did it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's everything for this episode. I think so. You will be hearing from us next time with our Straight from the Sea separate review Mm -hmm. of John Wick Chapter 4. But until next time, remember to become a Box Office Club member to like, subscribe, review, and reach out to us at boxofficeclubpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys. Stay safe, support your local theaters, tell us your thoughts on this week's box office stories, and we will see you next time with another segment of The Box Box Office Club. Club.